in half an hour, like the, the future me will thank me for doing that. Be open to things shifting. And, and yeah, I think the worst thing is when you're wanting something, but you don't know what it is. But then the key yeah. to that is patience, right? Like trusting, that's the hardest thing, I think. You just follow a path and it kind of takes you on these random different directions. And I, I wish that's one thing more people knew is that don't put restrictions on yourself. Because I think when you have a goal and it's too rigid, you end up missing out on some really exciting things. Everything's a little gift. How can you be happy with this imperfect thing right now? And that's really the key to it, right? It's always being grateful yeah. for what you do have, even if it's not the perfect thing. I would love for women in particular, but not exclusively, to feel empowered to do what they want to do. I think there is so much conditioning from society um, that we can't do something or that we are less than. But at the same time, it's not somebody else's responsibility to make you feel good, it's your own. So you need to be able to provide that for yourself. Otherwise, you're never going to really have that safety because other people can go, you know? Today, I have a beautiful episode with the amazing Hannah Rose Cooley. Hannah has navigated her way through depression and building a business at the same time. She's built an incredible business that supports women and empowers women to do what they need to do and to live a life that suits them and to create a life that suits them. And she's done it all while navigating her depression. Last year she struggled and found herself dipping in to that place of darkness, but slowly she's found her way back and today we talk about how Hannah keeps herself going, how she, what she wants to bring to the world and how she wants to help women. How she wants to help women be free, be independent and be resilient and empowered and strong and how you can navigate mental health while still building an incredible business. You can navigate mental health while still building a life that truly suits you. Just because you struggle with your mental health does not mean that that has to become your end and your story. There is still a way forwards, there's still a way to move through life in a way that supports you and nourishes you. So as we dive in, take a deep breath in, let it go, and let's dive into the episode. My name is Hannah, I'm a business coach. I work primarily with entrepreneurs in the wellness world, which I think can be quite like a, a weird descriptor for loads of people. But basically what that means is entrepreneurs are interested in spirituality and wellness and taking care of themselves. So could be other coaches, yoga teachers, um, personal trainers, but even like I've worked with corporate people that don't really have a wellness business but they're just more interested in the spiritual side of business my main focus is really Instagram growth and using Instagram in particular to grow your business and to sell as well as other forms of marketing I was a yoga teacher in Bali I was managing a studio out there I realized through that role that I really love social media but then it was more like social media management and I ended up working with quite a lot of brands and businesses in Bali more like bricks and mortar businesses so restaurants spas um, there are a couple of product-based businesses like a yoga wear brand and then there's also a meditation studio in LA and that was working out fine 
I just felt like there was a limit to how much I can do. Because if anyone listening like is an entrepreneur and runs their own business using Instagram, <laughs> it's hard work, like just running one. So imagine doing that for like five, six, seven businesses. Um, and then I also at that same time started getting interested in coaching I saw a lot of friends doing it and when you're interested in things like yoga and spirituality it does open up so many doors to mindfulness and to healing and to taking care of yourself on not just a physical level right I mean yoga is all about the whole picture so I did my um, coaching qualification in Bali I started out as a general life coach around self-love and that was very much my niche but something all about it always felt a bit inauthentic to be perfectly honest with you and I think because I was still very much on my own self-love journey it felt really hard to be giving advice on it Mm. and then when COVID hit and I lost all of my um, social media clients except for one I was like, maybe I should be teaching people how to use social media. And that's really how it started. Like it started out as just Instagram and now it's kind of blossomed. So that's how I ended up here. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. You've just been directed by like where Mm. you feel like you're meant to be. And I think that's the, like so many people think, ah, other people are doing this, so I'm going to go and do that. Mm. And actually you can't copy what other people are doing it's it's what's authentic to you and what works for you and that obviously being on a self-love journey yourself being a self-love coach didn't feel quite aligned mm. because how can you connect and share and be feel like a leader if you're still kind of feeling like you need that guidance and love direction yourself yeah and I think of course there are definitely self-love coaches who are still on the journey Mm -hmm. I just feel like it was almost too triggering for me to be in it and to do it and I remember like having a conversation with my business coach at the time I was like I just woke up this morning and feel like I should be teaching yoga teachers how to like grow on Instagram and she was Mm -hmm. like if that's what you want to do then give it a go and I just did and it's worked and I think as you said, so many people go into the coaching industry in particular thinking I need to be doing this because other people are doing it. And actually what usually works is you just follow a path and it kind of takes you on these random different directions. And I I wish that's one thing more people knew is that don't put restrictions on yourself. Because I think when you have a goal and it's too rigid, you end up missing out on some really exciting things. Definitely. I think, yeah, I couldn't resonate more with that. If you have this strict idea of this is what I'm going to do, you you kind of ignore all those little voices and feelings inside of you going, actually, this is what you should be doing. And it's kind of like you think, no, this is what I think is going to be right. But actually, your body normally knows that feeling, that gut feeling is the one that you should be listening to, not the logic, because you can't always think your way to where you want to be, because you can only see a certain outcome. Yes. There might be so much more waiting for you. And yeah, 100%. And what I also feel like, is when I was doing the self-love coaching, I was making money from it. You know, I had clients, but I felt like I was constantly hitting a wall. Like I felt like I was constantly coming up to a wall. Nothing was flowing. 
And maybe this is like a really privileged thing to say, but as soon as I switched and I actually started doing the Instagram stuff in particular, it all flowed. It was much easier. The money came in much easier. And I do see this all the time with clients and just people that like DM me that people feel a lot of the time, like they're in a rut and quite often in my opinion, what that means is that something's out of alignment, but that's really hard to tell people because as you've just said, like people have this one little vision of what they want. Mm. And then as soon as you try and tell them, like, maybe that's not the thing they get really, you know, pissed off. So it's, it's this thing of like, if you feel like you're in a rut, you don't have to like completely scrap the whole idea, but let's have a look at what's going on. Yeah. And I guess just be open, like you might not need to know the exact answers right now, but just be open to there being a different path forwards. I love that. Yeah, so true. That's exactly it. That's what that's what I believe in yoga as well. Is like there's all these different styles and all these different ways of doing it. And actually, you've just got to be open to what might fit you and be able to let go of the things that no longer fit you, even if they once did. Because like, yeah, it's so true. Yeah. And you know what, like there are limits with everything and it it's very much who you are what your skills are because not everyone could be a vinyasa hot yoga teacher or something not everyone can be a rocket yoga teacher I definitely couldn't like that's not my style at all I'm more like a a calming yin kind of yoga teacher and also that's changed you know I used to be super fitnessy I mean I still work out myself but I used to be like the fitness instructor that would shout at you like come on you can do this and I'm just not like that anymore so I think be open to things shifting and and yeah I think the worst thing is when you're wanting something but you don't know what it is but then the key to that is patience right like trusting that's the hardest thing I think definitely just like I think it's that fear we're we're scared we're never going to find the answers you're like scared like what if it never changes and what as soon as you let all of that go as soon as you create this space for things Mm. to come in things start to flow but you have to allow yourself to be in the gap and in the void and in that kind of like messy chaotic space for a little bit and I think that's really hard for some people I know I found it really hard like being in that kind of almost like you're not really doing anything you feel Mm. like I just need to allow stuff to come through and create space for stuff to come through but I feel like I'm lazy or I'm not doing enough or like that kind of who am I type of thing (laughs) it's so valid though and it's like this kind of balance between the stagnation Mm. and taking action so I think for example like I'm not super happy where I'm living right now in the UK but I don't know where I want to live. And that's been frustrating because like before when I wanted to move to Bali, I was like, I visited Bali. And as soon as I got there, I knew that I wanted to live there. Whereas now I'm like, I don't know where I want to go. And obviously you can't travel quite as much. And I know that I maybe want to be in the UK, but I just have no idea where. Mm. That's when you have to just kind of say, right, I'm going to stay positive. I'm going to still do things that make me happy regardless of where I am. And maybe with your business, it's like still do things that help you grow and bring opportunities, regardless of the fact that you might not be doing something that's bringing in as much money as you want. And just trusting that the answer will come. And I think also we look to external things like where you're living to make you happy, whereas Mm. you can be happy as you are usually, obviously, unless there's like something that really does need to change. But it's like, how can you be happy with this? 
imperfect thing right now that's really the key to it right it's just always being grateful yeah. for what you do have even if it's not the perfect thing and that balance of not being like toxic positivity kind of like everything's great when it's mm. not but also recognizing that even though things might not be perfect there are still good things out there I love that you mentioned toxic positivity because I also think that toxic negativity is a thing like there's kind yeah. of being in the negative too much. And obviously if you have depression and things like that, then it's really difficult to get yourself out of it. And sometimes you really need professional help or even medication, but there is definitely like this thing of being too negative, like toxic positivity, positivity isn't good, but at the same time, like always being honest and open about all the things that feel not quite right is too much. And it's this thing of like, mm-hmm we have to find that balance between being grateful for what we do have whilst also having awareness of things that maybe you do want to change and have control over. And it's so hard. Definitely. And I think like I found it a lot in my personal growth journey is that like I started journaling and I felt like I was only journaling all the crap Mm. and all the like stuff that wasn't good. And then I was like, I don't want to journal because even if I feel good, I open up my journal and I journal all this rubbish and then like, Mm. Oh, now I feel rubbish. (laughs) Like, Sometimes we focus so much on the stuff we want to fix and we we're like, oh, I'm on a growth journey. I'm trying to heal. So I need to bring up all the stuff that's mm. wrong. And actually, it might not be like all that bad. And we have to make a choice to be in this place of positivity and to choose to see the good and choose that we're not going to kind of sink into this place of negativity. and of course there are certain scenarios where you do need to dive into those particular wounds and there are certain situations where you would need to get out of certain scenarios but I think for the most part for like the average human yeah I think it's good to have awareness of like for example the rubbish that happened when you were a child and like your parents did x y and z but at the same time it's so draining to be in a negative energy space all of the time And we only have one life. Like I would so much rather choose to wake up and write down three things that I'm grateful for versus spend 15 minutes dumping all of like the rubbish stuff that happened with that guy from a year ago onto a page. And like, obviously sometimes we need to do that. But I think for the most part, bring more positivity into your life, deal with the rubbish as it comes up, but let's not like, stay on it for too long don't unpack your bag like you can bring the suitcase into the room but don't unpack yeah I love that definitely (laughs) like honor it but you don't need to sit in it like yes part of you yes doesn't have to be where you are right now don't pretend that it's not there but at the same time Mm. like as you say don't have to like sit with it for a long for a long time definitely so your mental health has played a big part in being an entrepreneur Mm. and running your business and the way you run your business and the way you show up how have you found that balance of being able to take care of yourself and show up for your mental health my godmother said it to me the other day that it's almost like she has these friends that are alcoholics and they still call themselves alcoholics even though they don't drink but just because sometimes they get triggered to go back there it's not that like they're there all the time it's like it's a part of you and sometimes it comes up so how have you found like being able to balance your mental health and kind of go through that I love what you just said about how your 
aunt has those friends that still call themselves mm-hmm. alcoholics despite the fact that they're so on a sober journey and that's how it feels for me as well with my depression like I would say I say to people all the time I have depression like an example is that I'm dating at the moment so when I'm talking to someone new I will at some point share that and then you get the questions of like oh well, how are you and it's like well I'm fine so I'm not like mm-hmm. currently in a depression where I can't get out of bed but it's always going to be in a room with you I think no matter how long ago your last episode was or anything like that so and for me it's been more recent because it was like most of last year and particularly over the summer um mm. was quite bad um and I think as an entrepreneur the key for me has been when you do have those periods of time where you are energized and you don't feel depressed and you don't feel down you create some structure so at least like if you do come into a period where you're feeling low or you don't have any creativity the content and like the the things that need to go out in order for your business to survive are already there um obviously if you're somebody that like is it really in a deep depression that's not going to be possible and that's why you would probably look to get like paid sick leave or whatever but for me I've just been really fortunate that when I have had those moments of just not really wanting to do anything, not wanting to work, not wanting to be on Instagram and just literally sat in front of the TV for like days at a time. I've still had money coming in because of how I've planned my business. Um, and it's not always easy, but that's that's how it's kind of worked over the last 12 months or so. What tools and practices and things like that do you have that support you in those moments? Because it's kind of like, you have your toolbox and then sometimes Mm. you really need to pull on the toolbox yeah that's a great question I used to go OTT with a lot of different practices to be perfectly honest like I used to do mirror work and tapping and meditation and journaling and I just think as you said sometimes when you're tapping on the wound too much like with all those things it's meant to bring you positivity but actually it would kind of make things worse for me So at the moment, my main way of functioning is like far less spiritual than I think a lot of people on Instagram are. Um, I'm trying to do my yoga every single morning at the moment, just for like 15 to 20 minutes. Um, Meditation, just five minutes. I write a gratitude list every morning. And then in the evening, I also write like three things that went really well today and Mm. like eating well and going to the gym like it's really simple um but that is kind of all that I feel like I need to stay level as well as seeing people because for me the biggest thing last year was I felt very isolated and I felt very alone because I'd moved to a new place um where I didn't know a lot of people it's really hard to meet people at the moment I feel like it's just impossible (laughs) um at least in the UK and Mm. I live by myself and I work from home. So that was kind of the biggest thing. So now if I am having, if I can feel myself dipping, like I'll message my friend and be like, can we do something? Even if it's just go to the gym or like go for a cup of coffee. Cause like I need to be around someone. And cause she knows like, she's pretty like on it with that. So it is really simple things. And I, I, I did a lot of work last year. I did a lot of rebirthing breath work, which is like when you do breath work for about 45 minutes and it's very like intense. I did a lot of coaching last year that was necessary, but really hard. So at the moment for me, it's like maintenance. Yeah. 
we can get so wrapped up in having these crazy three hour long morning routines where we're meditating for an hour yoga for an hour journaling and all this other stuff and we kind of think if I don't like I know that a lot of people find that if they don't show up to these things they think that I failed or Mm -hmm. I've not done it right or I've been a bad person or like I don't have discipline but really we don't need we don't always need to be diving so deep I think having the longer sessions, like your breathwork sessions, like the coaching to kind of dig deep and unpack when you need it is amazing. And Mm. then just using that as like a tool so that when you're just maintaining, you're able to kind of just keep going and just kind of keep a level. And I think we get so wrapped up in these great I know I do I'm like Mm. if I haven't done a two-hour morning routine then I can't do anything (laughs) and I yeah it's so true and I do think that like particularly our generation who are so on it with social media and those of us who are super connected to spirituality what I see as a trend is we feel very much responsible for our generational healing and I think we feel Mm. like if we don't do the work then our children are going to have to or like we need to do the healing for our parents and our grandparents and our whole line of lineage and all of this stuff. And it, it feels, I, I see a lot of people seeming to be quite burdened. And I felt that as well. Like, I feel like I need to do the work yeah. for my mom and my grandma and stuff like that. But that's not necessarily true. Like, of course, if you have the energy and you have the capacity to do the healing work, then do it. But I see some of my friends who do this constant healing work and then they get knocked down for two weeks, like, and then they can't do anything. They can't get out of bed and they can't answer their phone. And if you have the like capacity to do that and you have like the financial income or the savings to be able to do that kind of thing, then I think that's amazing. But some of us are just trying to make it through the week, you know, and like trying to stay happy and have a laugh and go see our friends on a Sunday for a roast. And I think that's just as important and just as impactful as some of the really deep stuff. And it's like, you know, we get to decide our purpose and we get to decide how we leave the planet. And I think sometimes Mm -hmm. it's the little things that are just as important as those massive deep dives which can really take out of you Mm, and it's that balance between healing yeah so that you can be happy and you the old stuff doesn't keep bringing you down and affecting you but also living your life like Mm. we're here to live we're here to experience life and we're here to go out and have fun and life doesn't always have to be so serious it doesn't Mm. have to be this crazy heavy deep healing journey all of the time and if we're constantly healing and trying to be a better person when do we ever allow that to just sit and to just be and to just be who we are and actually allow we the work we've done to have an impact so true and I think like if I look back to who I was when I was like 21 22 like I wasn't a great person obviously like I wasn't awful but like there were like a few patterns that were coming up in friendship groups and relationships and things like that so I'm so glad that I've gone on the journey to have awareness of myself but I could totally be diving deeper but it would just it sometimes it's just like let's let it settle let's just be for a little Mm -hmm. bit and enjoy life as well because it is really fleeting like it is so short exactly and you could spend your whole time healing for the future and then never Mm. actually make it future 
you never get to that point that like oh yeah everything's great now exactly you're just constantly looking for the next thing to heal and it's heavy it's heavy stuff healing all the time and you're not broken so you don't need to constantly be trying to fix yourself and it's like in yoga you have shavasana at the end it's that moment to let it all be and to come back into balance Mm. and to allow yourself to receive from the hard work that you did during your practice and I kind of like to see life like that like you do your practice you do the hard shit and then you allow it to be and you allow yourself to live and to enjoy life and to enjoy experiencing and Mm. receive the benefits of the hard work that you did do yeah I love that so true so valid I'm dropping into this episode to tell you about Liberty. A workshop is happening on Monday the 14th of March. It is a yin, yang and yoga nidra workshop. We will move through all that you are facing right now, high or low. We will settle into stillness to release any tension, to release any stuck feelings. And then we settle into a guided relaxation. A place to let go, a place to be supported, to be nourished and to receive This is a beautiful journey, a journey of peace and ease and love. So if you want to join, click the link in the description and I cannot wait to see you there. Mm. What would you say has been like the most important lesson you've learned through your kind of mental health journey, personal growth journey, entrepreneurship, any of that? Oh my goodness, biggest lesson. Oh, I think it doesn't it's... have to be big and crazy. It can just be simple. Like sometimes they're the best. <laughs> I think, yeah, gratitude is so key. Like mm. that would always be probably the, the main thing that I would say, because that's really how my whole journey started. Because I had like a few knee injuries and surgeries um, like five, six years ago that really started my whole journey. And I think just then, like, I could have fallen down such a dark hole with, like, how my body would never be the same again and how, like, I couldn't walk and things like that. But I think just gratitude for, like, having a body that was doing its very best to heal itself and that was, you know, working overtime to keep me safe and that I could still do all these crazy yoga things that my surgeon never thought that I would be able to do, um, just really helped everything for me so yeah just going back to that like what do you have in your life that you're grateful for even if it's something as simple as having a roof over your head because some people simply don't have that and the fact that like if you're listening to this and you're born in the UK you're born into a country that for all sense like intents and purposes is safe like obviously there are so many political things going on at the moment that some of us can disagree with but you know, and if you're listening to this, you have access to technology and you probably have food on your table. And like, I think those really simple things just bring you back to like, I just have it really easy. Like even going to a job nine to five, Monday through Friday that you don't love is a privilege. Like some people do not have that. So I think it's, it's remembering that and not getting distracted by all the bullshit on social media because there is so much of it. And of course, it's okay to dream and to want to be able to enjoy what you do for a living and all of this stuff. But at the end of the day, like if you're safe and you go to bed at night with a roof over your head, that's like enough to be grateful for. Yeah. And I think gratitude helps us to get to where we want to be instead Mm -hmm. of 
focusing on all the shit we don't have doesn't help us get to where we want to be it just brings us into that spiral of being Mm. angry and frustrated and you don't actually see opportunities or anything like that you see the negative and and whether you believe in like the universe conspiring for your Mm -hmm. good or whether you just believe in like the energy that you put off or even your own subconscious behavior being positive about not like toxic positivity as you said like not everything is love and light but being positive about what you can be positive about it's going to make you open to opportunities and you're more likely to overhear somebody having a conversation and like be willing to go over and talk to them and I think I mean that's why Bali worked out so well for me it wasn't because I'm special it's because I just had my ears open all the time and if someone mentioned something I would say oh I'm like looking for a yoga teacher job or oh can I be friends with you or like oh it's so funny that you mentioned that because I just got blah 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 and that's how I built my life there and I think if I'd have been closed off and like oh it's never going to work I'm never going to meet anybody I would have ended up having to come home after like two months yeah and like some teachings talk about like the vibration that you put yourself Mm. in or if you just think headspace that you put yourself in if you're Mm -hmm. in that headspace of being open of exploring opportunities of trusting that even if you fall down you can get back up again and it doesn't mean it's not going to happen then you actually allow yourself to be on that journey and I think someone said it to me before that um, they were so committed to where they wanted to be that they knew they couldn't fail and like it's just that you're open to it. You're open to changing your path. You're open to talking to other people about doing it a different way or just like switching it up slightly. And gratitude is like the beginning of that. It's mm. actually, okay, I'm appreciating this for what it is. It might not be sunshine and rainbows because life isn't. But mm-hmm. actually there are some beautiful things out there in the darkness, even though it doesn't feel like it. Yeah, 100%. And yeah, I, t- I totally believe in energy. You know, sometimes you just walk into a room and you can feel that something's off or that, you you know, yeah. there's a whole phrase about cutting the tension with a knife because we can feel those mm-hmm. things. And I think the issue with human beings having so much consciousness is that we we only we can only take things that can be factually or scientifically proven. Whereas mm-hmm. some things you're just not going to be able to scientifically prove it. Maybe maybe in the future, but you know, whether or not your rose quartz can help you fall in love, I'm not sure, but you definitely can feel energies. And when you are open and positive, as long as it's not fake, people will read mm-hmm. that and things will open up for you. Definitely. Which I really believe that. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like I'm a great believer in the yogic philosophy of the different bodies and the, mm. the emotional body and the energetic body. And I think you can feel it. Like sometimes you'll go into a room and people just are heavy and you're like, mm. this is just not <laughs> the space I want to be in. And even if the rose quartz doesn't bring you love, if it makes you feel like it's going to, then you're going to reach for those opportunities and mm. you're going to go for it instead of closing yourself off. So even if it's just like a placebo. Yeah, I it, totally agree. It helps you. you get there. Yeah, totally agree with you. And, and even in science, like you see people having miraculous recoveries during like clinical trials when they've taken the placebo. So I think like as long as you're not harming yeah. anyone, 
then mm. do what you need to do to get you through the day and to get you moving towards your goals yeah find your way of feeling good of staying level of mm-hmm. staying feeling good of being open like it doesn't matter what that looks like it doesn't yeah. matter if you like to jump around and shake every morning or if you like to I don't know sit on the floor like it's it, whatever suits you whatever makes you feel good do that like Literally. don't worry what other people tell you to do that's the other when you're asking me like what's the one thing that was the other thing that I was thinking about is not worrying about what other people think because there are always going to be people that judge you. There are always going to be people who disagree with you. And I think it goes back to that thing, as long as you're not causing harm to mm. other people. And I, I, I mean that in a sense of, because even someone seeing your post and like comparing themselves obviously is causing harm, but that's kind of on them. What I mean yeah. is like, as long as you're not causing harm to other people in a certain, in a certain sense, then just, just do it. Like, don't worry about what other people think. People are always going to judge but that's not your problem you're not responsible for Mm -hmm. how others are feeling or like how they take (laughs) what Mm. you're doing and often what they're feeling what's coming up for them is a reflection of what's actually going on inside of them it's not actually you you're just a mirror to what they're doing so you can't take responsibility for that and yeah live your life like this Mm. is your life it's not theirs literally just live your life how you want to (laughs) do no harm but take no shit like that's one of the best quotes out there yeah don't compromise on who you are for anyone else no that's the definitely not that's the key I think what do you want to offer the world through your work like what do you wish like your legacy you when I did your course you talked about legacy quite Mm -hmm. a lot and um, what is it that you want to gift to the world to leave in the world when you through what you teach and what you share I would love for women in particular, but not exclusively, to feel empowered to do what they want to do. I think there is so much conditioning from society um, that we can't do something or that we are less than. And, you know, we see it all the time when, you know, things like that woman in Ireland who recently was murdered. It's like, we you know women don't feel safe a lot of the time and we don't feel independent and we we don't feel like we can stand our own, on our own two feet and I, I would really just love for more women in particular to to know that they can do that and that they can have an impact on other people and that they can change people's lives and they can be inspiring and they don't have to be special like I think that's the main thing is like so many people think well I can't do it I'm not special there's nothing special about me and it's like no one's special or everyone's special, which means that no one's special. Um, But you can have such a positive impact on people just by being you and just by talking about what you're passionate about. And, you know, even if it's making candles, like that can really change someone's, the atmosphere in someone's living room on a Thursday night when they're watching a movie. Do you know what I mean? Like it could be anything. It doesn't have to be like this big, crazy, impactful transformation. But, Mm. you know, women can become independent can set themselves up through doing whatever they're passionate about and I think that's that's key it doesn't mean that you can't have a partner that you share finances with or anything like that I just remember like when my parents separated my mum financially was fine because she had her own business and she worked for herself and she has her own house and I think she she's a divorce solicitor so I hear so many stories from her about women who 
have to really fight coming out of a relationship because they didn't work and like they didn't yeah. really have a prenup or anything like that because they they were raising the children and the the male partner not always this way round but the male mm. partner just just being rude and like being a bit of a dick and like not really yeah. letting them have anything that's like I never want that to happen for me mm. I've gone on a bit of a random tangent but yeah I think that is the main reason like I want women to feel like they can be independent and take care of themselves I think it's so important and I think it's knowing that you don't you are powerful as you you don't have to do anything special you just be you Mm. and everyone here in the planet has a gift Mm. and to just share that with the world is enough like Mm. it's kind of like you are enough don't give up your power don't give up who you are don't compromise on who you are don't try and be someone else just as you is enough and is enough to be able to stand tall and I think I can resonate with what you're saying because I mean I've never been married or anything like that but when I was with my partner I had been with him for eight years and because I'd started my business he was paying for everything Mm. and then when he left I was like oh fuck I have nothing like I'm completely just I don't I can't stand on my own and I've often felt a lot like I couldn't do that and Mm. I think so many women do so many women look to their partners for the answers or for support or Mm. for their ticket to where they want to be but actually it's it's in you it doesn't have to be in somebody else yeah and I think you can go down the kind of the caveat of like well women also deserve to be able to surrender and I completely agree with that but you know I've been single for a long time on and off of like people that I've dated or like a boyfriend that I had for a year but I've pretty much been single my entire life apart from a couple of relationships and I'm still okay and I'm still fine of course like I would love to have a loving partnership but I think there's definitely this kind of weird belief in society that women you know should be in the kitchen or should be whatever and it's like that that doesn't have to be the way no and I know that like a lot of my family told me Beth you're gonna have to marry someone rich and my aunt still says it to me she's like Beth when are you gonna find yourself a rich husband it's like actually I'm gonna do it (laughs) yeah exactly that's literally it and it's almost like a loving partner adds to your Mm. space what you've created to your whatever it is you give to the world it's someone adds to that instead of completes that exactly that's literally it like you are whole by yourself anything else is great and amazing but you're still you without anybody else Mm. And I think there is this new way of being where women are able to surrender, Mm. to move in a more intuitive way, to run their business in a more intuitive way and follow that feminine Mm. energy and be able to work with their cycles and everything that comes Mm. with being a woman. There is that we are starting to shift to a more expansive way of running your business and I think actually when you allow yourself to settle into that feminine energy there's so much more power in honoring that energy within you instead of trying to always be in that masculine energy of pushing and creating and forcing yeah and I think it goes back to what we were saying earlier as well about how like if you don't know what your goal necessarily is 
surrender because things will open up in a way that you don't quite expect and I think whilst it's really important to have business goals and to like have that more masculine structure I do think it can be really detrimental if there is no relinquishing or if there is no softness or receptivity and you know this is so new like people being aware of their cycles and like how to work like entrepreneurs how to work with that so last couple of years we're talking about and I think up until that point there's been 100 200 years of like businesses and corporations running in a very masculine way so it's Mm. going to take time for all of this to feel normal and to feel natural and I think there can be a lot of I feel like I'm put I push back a lot when I you know I was working with a cyclical coach last year and she was like have you ever considered like taking the whole week of your period off and I was just like oh I can't do that like there's no way and I think like of course take those pieces of advice But at the same time, don't be harsh on yourself if you find it hard to lean into it because it's so new and it's, you know, business is a masculine, like, ideal. It's a a masculine concept or construct because it was created by men. Like, that's not negative or positive. It is what it is. And I, I do think what I see a lot in, like, the coaching world in particular is don't have a niche be whatever you want to be, you're a multifaceted human being, which I do agree with to a certain degree. But at the same time, when a business, when business as a whole has been formed by this very, on this, like this very linear, like process and foundation of rules, don't go so far away from it that you lose it because there's a reason that it works. You know, there's a reason that you're told to have a niche and like niche couldn't mean different things to everyone. But I do think that there's too much going one way at the moment I'm just, I know that at some point we'll find the balance where it will work. To me, that's honouring the world that we live in. Like you Mm. can honour yourself and your cycle and whatever it is that you're Mm. working with, but also honour the world that you live in. You live in a world that works in a certain way. And it doesn't mean that you have to fit in that box entirely. Mm. It just means that you're aware of it and you maybe move in a slightly different way so that Mm. you can actually find your place in that world I love that that's such a good like way of saying that because it's so it's so true and you know I'm naturally quite like a stubborn person and when it comes to things like feminism I can be very black and white and nothing is black and white right everything is gray and I think we need to find the middle ground always and it's not an either or but it's a this and that kind of scenario which I think is another thing that you like those listening can take away like you can have two you can hold two beliefs that could be contrary you can do two things that supposedly seem like they can't go hand in hand but they can do definitely and it's allowing yourself to evolve and grow and change Mm. as the world evolves and grows and change, but also as you do and kind of like constantly allowing yourself to let go of what is no longer fitting and mm. with what does like the world is not just this one linear path. <laughs> Healing life is not a linear path. Mm. We're constantly going over stuff. We're constantly revisiting stuff and allowing ourselves to evolve from that. Yeah, so true. What are you most passionate about sharing at the moment in life being bold and not uh, being shameless a little bit and like kind of reclaiming that word of shameless because I think you know that there was a phrase like shameless selfie where guys 
like be like oh girls showing these like shameless selfies and I think actually being proud of everything that you've achieved and like talking about your wins it is a big deal and even I get like that I mean I, I always have a bit of a worry that I'm being boastful and I talk about how well my business is doing but that's how you inspire people is by being open and honest so I think if there's anything it's like being shameless being overly confident is sometimes and not being afraid to yeah hurt people's feelings because you're being who you are and being proud of what you've achieved yeah and sometimes people might be hurt by you but not not boasting but sharing Mm. your wins and what you did well but that's that might also trigger them to go okay maybe it's time for me to up my game Mm. or switch up the way I'm doing something like sometimes it's those things that challenge us the most Mm -hmm. that we need it's like we need to face that sometimes and actually why shouldn't we celebrate ourselves why shouldn't we celebrate what we've done why are we so like oh play it down like oh yeah it's fine I didn't really do anything it's like well Mm. no own what you did because you did it 100% and it's so easy to kind of brush everything under the carpet but it's worth celebrating stuff like we should be proud Mm. of the things that we're achieving especially when we're going against the grain or doing something different or achieving things that we never thought possible for us like we deserve to shout that from the rooftop and it's it is hard to overcome that kind of barrier when we feel nervous about it we don't want to boast but it will inspire people and yeah for every person that gets triggered and unfollows that post about you making x y and z there'll be somebody that will be like oh if they can do it so can I um, and I, I've had that quite a few times, like especially some of my one-to-one clients. Like when I first started, like when I, when I first came across your content, like you really triggered me. It was too much. Mm-hmm. And then now they don't feel that way, and they're doing really, really well. So I think everything's a little gift, and it, it's, yeah. it just goes back to what we were saying earlier. Like you're not responsible for how other people see you or like mm-hmm. take what you say. No, you're only responsible for you. You can only do what you want to do and how other people take that and what other people do with that is completely them and exactly yeah you could be this like that little thing could be the start of someone completely changing their life just Mm. by going either oh my god this triggers me because I'm not there or I've not done anything like that or if it's Mm. like okay if she can do it so can I you're Mm. acting as an expander for other people because if you don't show what you've been able to do then how do any how does anyone else believe that it's possible for them it's that kind of seeing to believe if someone else can do it so can I exactly and that's like the oldest coaching tactic in the book like talk about your wins talk about your transformation because it will inspire people and if people aren't ready for it then that's okay like it's not on you yeah I totally agree with what you just said why shouldn't we celebrate the good stuff? I know. That's all about gratitude, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> and life's too short not to go, actually, yeah, I was a badass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I did that thing. I'm so proud of myself, 100%. Mm-hmm. And that comes back to self-love as well. Like if you're, mm. if you're wanting to build a relationship with yourself, if you're wanting to love yourself, you've got to be able to celebrate yourself and own when you did something good because it's that I'm a good person I'm worthy I did it 100% and you know in like relate there's this like theory about the five love languages that like you can talk about when you go into a partnership with somebody like there's words of affirmation physical touch quality time um gifts and then acts of service and I think you can do that for other people 
but you also need to be doing those things for yourself. It's like, how often, like, do you, like, I don't know, if you want to have a bath, but you just for some reason can't be bothered, like running yourself a bath or even like getting up and doing your yoga practice that you like really can't be bothered to do, that's an act of service. Words of affirmation, telling yourself that you've done a good job, shouting about it. Yeah. All of them can be applied to your relationship with yourself. And, you know, when I'm dating people or when I'm in a relationship, words of affirmation is probably like the key for me. But at the same time, it's not somebody else's responsibility to make you feel good. It's your own. So you need to be able to provide that for yourself. Otherwise, you're never going to really have that safety because other people can go you know at any time yeah and it again it comes back to that someone else adding to your mm-hmm. life yes they add but you have to have that baseline mm, you have to be exactly and you and you are in a relationship with yourself like you spend the whole entire length of your life the journey of your life with mm. yourself you have to build a relationship with yourself you have to get to know yourself you have to be able to self-soothe and give mm. yourself what you first and then everyone else adds to that yeah 100% I think the relationship you have with yourself is like the most important thing in the entire world if you don't if you're not able to do that for yourself you're not able to hold yourself to soothe yourself to love yourself you have no real baseline for anything else to come in or have anything else and if we're talking about like trauma that gets passed down the best work that you can do for like future children, whether they're yours or like their nephews and nephews, nieces and nephews, <laughs> whatever new those, they, that new word, <laughs> whether they're yours, your friends, kids or whatever is to do that so you can be an example for other people. And that's what being on social media is all about. Like it's about being an example. Um, I think when you have a personal brand, it's not only sharing the tools, but also showing like I'm living this life I'm practicing what I preach and that's the number one kind of marketing tool I would say yeah that's so true it can be so easy to say do this do that do this but if you're not living it yourself it's never really gonna land with people the way you want it to because exactly you're, you're not living what you're talking about and yeah if you talk about trauma passed down like you look at childhood wounds and a lot of them come from the fact that your parents didn't hold themselves love themselves the way they spoke to themselves Mm -hmm. was then passed down to you rather than focusing all your energy on healing past trauma start with learning to love yourself now and where you are now and meet Mm -hmm. yourself where you are now 100 percent. yeah um if you could give one piece of advice to anyone listening what would it be don't be afraid to take action like we always wait for motivation to hit, but quite often it won't until you've done something. And something that my friend said to me the other day, which is a, this is a quote that I've literally seen on Instagram for like years and years and years. But when she said it to me the other day, she was like, I always say to myself, like before I go to a run, because my friend is like so active, so proactive. She, she does everything that she needs to get done. Like she always ticks things off of her list. And I always like kind of felt like she was a superhuman. But the other day she was like, no, sometimes... I really don't want to go for a run, but I say to myself in half an hour, like the the future me will thank me for doing that. And I think even though I've definitely heard that quote before, I think just being reminded of that, I was like, that's so true. And I think the reason that I kind of pushed that quote away is because it used to be a very like fit, spoey kind of 
quote about like you have to go to the gym today your future self will thank you whereas if it's like especially if you're somebody with depression or low mood or like you're wanting to start your business but you don't want to put that reel out there or whatever your future self will thank you for doing those things that you're scared to do and it's not about forcing yourself to do things that could damage you or like go to the gym too often but it's like okay I want to do my morning routine of like five minutes meditation 20 minutes of yoga I can't be bothered to get out of bed right now no Hannah like go and do it and then you'll be really grateful that you did in half an hour's time and that's really helped me like in the last two weeks just shifting and actually getting stuff done yeah and I guess being mindful because you say like not to allow that to push you to do things are going to be harmful or push you into a kind of spiral or anything like that but I guess if you're mindful of who you really are and what your future Mm. self will celebrate and feel good for and what is in alignment with who you really Mm. are then take action on that so like if your future self will thank you because they really want that space to check in and to feel good and to move and breathe but you can't be asked then you know that that's something that's going to help you whereas if it's just oh I think my future self wants to look a certain way and so Mm. I need to go to the gym is it actually aligned with who you really are and what actually matters to you and your future self? <laughs> yeah, that's such a good example. It's like, I don't go to the gym to look a certain way. It's to feel like I've accomplished something and to feel strong and like to keep my body healthy. So yeah, yeah so true. I like to um, try <laughs> every day to like realign myself with my authentic code, my mm-hmm. values, my things like that. So it's like every decision I make is alignment with that. And I might not be asked to do it, but if it's an alignment with who I really am and what really matters to me, then I'm going to show up to do it because it's going to impact the way I am in the future. And you'll always be grateful that you did those things. Like you will always be like, I'm so glad that I just got that done. Even though if it's something like even just hoovering, it's like something I hate doing, (laughs) but like, I know that living in a clean flat will help me feel more positive, help me feel better. So I just get it done yeah yeah and you the worst thing ever is when you look back and you're like oh I had time then I wish I'd done that and then you don't exactly those things are the things that you should be taking action on the things that you look back and go oh why didn't I do that I know so true (laughs) is there anything that you are working on at the moment you're going to put out there into the world that you want to share with anyone any courses programs one-to-ones anything like that Yeah, I mean, I always have space for one-to-one business coaching, no matter where you are in your business, Um, particularly with like showing up, creating your offer, selling, etc. And then my beginners program flow, which you did a while ago, (laughs) is relaunching mid-Feb. So if you're like a newbie entrepreneur and you want to learn how to create an offer, you know sell and you want to in a group setting which is you know more affordable than one-to-one and you want to have that kind of community aspect it's an amazing program I've been doing it for two years have I been doing it for two years yeah I've been doing it for two years I just like check what year it was and it's just it really gives you a great like foundation for going out there and working with people and helping change lives and creating like financial stability for yourself definitely and it helps you build confidence and like (laughs) yeah flow for me was like the start of me showing up and actually thinking I could do it 
and also having that community like I met so many people through flow that I still connect with and follow and yeah I think flow was amazing so anyone listening definitely check out flow (laughs) I'm so glad that you did it I remember when we were talking you're like I just don't feel like I deserve it but I feel like yes that's what you said to me and I was like of course you deserve to have help of course you do and Yeah. yeah you're you know you're in such a different place now like it's amazing to see Mm, and that was definitely like one of my first stepping points Mm. to being where I am now and it's funny because you do you do these things and they slowly all snowball and then you look back and you think whoa how did that even happen and yeah I think flow was amazing thank you for your promo (laughs) yeah (laughs) flow promo (laughs) yeah (laughs) it was a really nice supportive space so yeah Mm. thank you um is there anything else you want to share in this podcast episode to anyone listening? Anything that you feel called to, to talk about or share? If not, that's okay. I don't think so off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a Facebook group. I have a podcast. Um, you can find all that information on my website, www.hannahroseclearly.com. But if you are like thinking about starting a business and you you, you want to do it and you want to create some independence, like just go for it. It's not going to be the easiest ride. Even I like have days where I really don't like what I'm doing. I think that's so normal. But you have one life, like live it in the way that you want to. Don't worry about what other people think and just put yourself out there. Whatever that means for you listening right now, it could be in any kind of setting, but just put yourself out there and give things a go like be willing to take a shot and miss because you'll get a shot that actually hits bang on target and it will be well worth it take that first step because Mm. from that first step comes your next one exactly perfect (laughs) (laughs) well thank you for being on like a yogi does podcast it has been amazing to talk to you and go check out everything that hannah shares because Thanks for having me. I'm so like excited for your podcast to grow, for people to listen and to hear about your other guests as well. Thank you, yogis, for listening. If you liked this episode, give it a review, give it a share, give it a like. Share this message with the world because more people need to know that there is more to life than what we have grown up living. There is more to life than following somebody else's rules, somebody else's judgments, somebody else's idea of what is right and wrong. There is a big wide world out there and it is time that we find our own path and create our own life. So share this episode with the world, share it with the people that you love and spread this message. It is time that we start welcoming more abundance, more wealth, more freedom, more joy and more pleasure into our lives because isn't that why we're here? remember to be open be curious to breathe to move and to welcome whatever you are experiencing and feeling it is the doorway to so much more you simply let it in have a beautiful day yogis thank you for listening namaste